You're listening to the Carboline Tech Service Podcast, and I'm Jack Walker. With me, as always, is the Director of Technical Service, Paul Jameis. And Paul, you know, when are these TV networks going to figure this stuff out? I, I don't think they ever will. They seem to just miss the mark at every time they get to make a decision. Yeah, it, I've never understood a business whose model is to get money from not their consumers. If I give the MLB 300 bucks to they're watch still gonna all black the out games, local games. And, and the thing that drives me crazy about that is when you watch it, they literally show you the same commercials that you see if you had regular cable. It's the same feed. Yeah. Yeah. So why do they block it out locally so that you can't watch the local commercials? It makes no ooh, sense. No, no sense at all. It's old people working for established systems. And even though the world keeps telling them that this system is broken and they don't want it, they continue to force it down our throat. You'd think they'd learn their lesson from the music industry. It's a whole other sidebar. Yeah, and uh, I got nothing there. Wait, this uh, is a podcast about paint, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to tell me to talk about paint, that you don't care about TV media regulations, how do they get a hold of us? You can reach Jack on Twitter. At Jack underscore CTSP. I'm at Paul underscore CTSP. And you can get us at our email address at technicalservice at carboline.com. Our guest on this episode yes. was the local St. Louis Graco rep back when I worked in the lab running our applications lab. We got Eric Rennerfeld from Graco. He's in to talk about basics of plural component spray. We recorded this at NACE Corrosion 2019. So we're still working our way through that. And we have lots of great info for you guys. So here's our interview with Eric. Paul, here we are again, live from Corrosion 2019 here on the Carboline booth floor. And, you know, I have to say, it seems like there's a little more activity today. There's a lot of energy out there. We're going to get right into it. So our, our guest today, about 10 years ago, the two of us, uh, he, he was a sales rep for the company that he's with. And I was one of his customers. And we went to a hockey game, had a good time. Little did he know that I was going to use that to leverage him, to kidnap him, and make him come on the show. So we're lucky enough to have Eric Renefeld from Graco here on the show. Eric, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Eric, it looks like I'm going to let you tell me your title because it's like a sentence. It needs to be a bigger business card there. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm essentially the product manager for Graco for our protective coatings products and uh, got a little bit of a business development role as well. Okay. I was so, going to hassle you that that's like the only thing it doesn't say on your card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm responsible for, you know, identifying the needs of the customer in the market and trying to figure out what we need to develop and, and make good products. One of the things that we wanted to have you on here is one of the biggest confusions that we, we see in our industry is uh, plural component sure. spray equipment. I believe once you get to know it and learn it, it's actually quite easy, but it is kind of a... Uh, Almost like a block in a lot of people's minds. Right. Yep. Yeah, we definitely get we get resistance to just plural component in general. People they they like easy. They want uh, sprayers that are easy to use. Uh, the hot potting, you know, mixing by hand is is people have been doing that since the beginning of uh, plural component materials. And and uh, to try to get people into a machine that does that for them, it's just a little. There's a lot more steps. And but you know, we one of our goals is to make that easier and easier. So yeah, why don't we go ahead and take a second and talk about the advantages of plural component spray? Sure. I mean, for a long time we we focused on the return on investment for you know the, the coating savings. Like when you mix by hand, then there's material left over that's going to cure 
Um, and that's waste that could be wasted. But what I've come to learn in the, in the past 10 years or so is the savings really are, you know, you're, you're able to get into the more advanced coatings. So you can spray the highest, higher solids materials and, you know, like turnaround service on a, on a tank lining. You know, so, that, that's, a, that's, that's a bigger ROI than what you're going to save in coatings, you know. Well, and, and that's kind of where the industry is going, too. You know, as you said, the more advanced coatings, you're typically, when you're in plural component spray, you're, you're into the 100% solids materials exactly. a lot of the time. And, you know, if you, if you don't know what that means, that means there's no solvent or VOCs in there. And, and, and more and more, as uh, the government goes, they tighten down on, and, and the restrictions become more and more and more. So 100% solids materials really are the future. Exactly. And one thing, you know, there's a lot of advantages. I mean, you're, first of all, you're heating the product. Like, if, even if it's not 100% of its 60, 70, 80% solids, where you could spray it with an, uh, a regular airless sprayer, you know, by heating the material, you're able to improve the cure time. So you can speed your, still speed up and get that ROI. And I think a lot of people, they might understand it, but, you know, it's something that people should know that heat does so much for a coating if you want to make it cure faster it, it really is it's it's one of the best rheology modifiers everybody wants to you know i want to thin it how many glugs are we putting in but we can have so much better performance when we use heat as that additive that we're using to modify the paint to be able to get it to do what we want and from a formulator standpoint it adds so much more flexibility into how we do it when you can you know call somebody like Graco and say hey you know it, we need to set it up so we can heat this up to 130 degrees for application exactly well, not only is it a savings in not having to buy extra thinner or anything like that, but additionally, labor savings. If you spray the same product every day, when you shut down your plural component equipment, you just flush out your whip hose and you just wait till the next day. I, I've been in shipyards where I've watched them do high production hand mixing, and they'll, they've literally had you know 10 or 15 kits in line where they're have people pre pre-mixing them and then wait you know waiting staging it all so it doesn't you know doesn't kick over, kick over exactly quick, yeah. so it's, there's a lot a lot of energy that's in in people tied up doing that where a plural you just let it do its thing yep. you know yeah so why don't we've said this a bunch why don't we give a, a quick overview of of what we're talking about with when we say plural component spray sure so basically when it comes down to the machine and you know you've got the, the A and the B materials are s separate, so they're, they're, they're handled through separate pumps. One machine, and you've got separate fluid sections for your A and your B. Um, we've got mechanical proportioners, which is basically uh, one air motor that's driving two lowers, and those lowers are different sizes. So if it's a, a two-to-one material, you might have a 180cc and a 90cc to get two-to-one. Sure. And then we also have a a system that has independent pumps, like an air motor for in a pump for A and an air motor and a pump lower for B. And then we use electronics and valves to basically control the on and off of the material at the correct ratio. We call those dosing systems. So we've made a lot of advancements. You know, 20 years ago, we had our first dosing system called the Extreme Mix. And then, you know, in 2011, we revamped the whole software so it's a it, it doses differently and you can get like double the flow rate out of that technology so we've had advancements in that field for for a long time we were all right here we go again time to pay the bills time to make sure the family gets fed so this thing's brought to you by carbline if you haven't figured it out by now because it's called the carbline tech service podcast
So what we'd like to remind you is that we're going to be at the Offshore Technology Conference in Houston, Texas. That's May 6th through 9th. Now, when we say we, I know it's a little confusing because Paul and I were allowed to be let out of our cages there for a little bit. Yeah, they, they shut Big the door on us. smiles on our faces. That's right. But um, Paul and I will not be there. So you have to contain your excitement. You'll have to go meet some other very nice, very fine Carboline folks. That's right. They're going to be in booth 8631. Stop by and say hi. They're not going to have socks for you, but you should still go say hi. Well, they might have socks. Yeah. You don't know. You can ask for socks. Let's yeah. make it a thing. There you go. Anyway, we'd also like to take a moment to talk to you about Phenoline Tank Shield and Tank Shield FP. Phenoline Tank Shield and Tank Shield FP have low temperature cure properties, which make them great for use all over the country and all year long. With Tank Shield FP, you can coat a very heavily pitted steel tank and come out with a very smooth lining service. Tank Shield FP is a fantastic pit filling holding primer with an extended recoat window. One of the great advantages about the Phenoline Tank Shield is that it is batch mixed, so you can apply it with a single leg airless and it is blush resistant. So anybody who's been around the paint industry for a really long time knows how much blush can be a problem. Well, we're here to tell you that with Phenoline Tank Shield, you will no longer have that problem. So you got your A and your B and they're individually controlled and, and monitored. Now we have to push that out. Right. Right. So now we have different types of hoses. And let's talk a little bit about the functionality of your remote manifold and static mixers. Sure. So one of the questions we always ask if somebody needs a pleural component unit is, how far is your pump going to be from your substrate? And what's the pot life of the material at the temperature that it's recommended to be sprayed at? So if we know that that's five minutes or 10 minutes and you're 300 feet away, you're, you're going to have trouble if you don't have the two hoses going separately out to a, a remote mixing station. Sure. It's too bad they all don't just set it up that way. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it's, it's more money up front because, you, you know, heated hose isn't cheap. And, yeah, but uh, neither is downtime neither while they downtime, wait for right. tech service to help them diagnose why the paint's not mixing. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but if when you add heat and mix it out remotely, you know, it sprays very nicely, you know. But that's basically what is required most of the time for field applications. It depends yep. how, just depends how far you are from your substrate. And then there's lots of modifications that you can do to your actual pump. We talked a little bit about that where you said heated hose. Let's get into all the different ways that you can feed that system. Right. So it always comes down to how big are the jobs? Are you spraying continuously or are you spraying smaller jobs intermittently? So if you're doing, you know, 40, 50 gallons at a time at a pump station and then you're done, you know, you wouldn't need a really big supply system. But... If you're going to be spraying continuously, like a rail shop or a big tank lining, you're going to need a supply, like a heated tank, to keep that material preconditioned because you don't want to shock the system with cold material into a running through the machine because um, it's just hard to maintain that temperature. So we can handle any level of whether it's a drum or a five-gallon pail system. We can handle any you know any type of arrangement that's needed. Talking about these, you know, whatever setup you know, the coatings companies are looking for. We were talking about it that Graco is setting up a new program, is it? Yeah, we, we basically, we're trying to get closer to the end customer, and that's our goal. And we realize that every quote we do is a little bit different. And we want to be involved in helping the contractor get what they need 
for a project. So we're, we're doing some level of customization and most of it will become standard product. So we offer systems on a cart with seven gallon hoppers, kind of a portable unit, all the way up to a skid based system with heated tanks, anything that the customer would need, you know, customized to what power you need, the 240 or 480 volt, whether you need a standard atmosphere or hazardous location systems, if you want some type of a, of a drum feed system, there's there's things that 80% of them will fall into a, categorically into a, a, a setup, and those are going to become standard products at Graco. And that's really new for you guys, because you guys have always sold all the stuff that you need to put that together, but now right. that you guys are actually putting it together. Yeah, I mean, we have a very, very good base of uh, distributors in the marketplace that, that have been doing this type of customization for a long time. And for them, it's, it's good. They have a choice. So they can, you know, may, sometimes might be more economical for them to build it their way. And with it, where we may not want to get so involved and there's opportunities for them to sell more of a standard product, you know, if it's lead time or cost to build. And, you know, we're, we just want to be flexible with the goal of the, the contractor being satisfied with, with what they're getting. Yeah, many, many Many lifetimes ago, I was a salesman, and I ran a, a store that we had a spray equipment shop in, and that was always something we had to accommodate was when the equipment came in, our pump guy had to spend sometimes a day or two putting everything together to make sure that it was all set up, he'd run through, prime the system, but having it be able to come from you guys now is going to be a great asset to anybody who's trying to sell them or get them set up for the first time. Yep, exactly. I'm going to throw you one little curveball. I want to talk about... I had the privilege of coming up to Graco and, and go through a, a, a training <laughs> and, and you guys do really excellent training on your equipment do you want to take a second and just talk about what, what you guys do on that yeah that I end? mean we, we have we have a world class training facility uh, we've got a you know a very experienced trainer his name is Derek Rui he's not afraid to even get on the field and, and start systems up I've been all, all over the world with him and we encourage it's mainly for our distributors. We 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 don't have a facility to accommodate you know thousands sure, and thousands sure. of contractors. But well, there's know, online, right? Yeah, oh, and there's there's also Graco University. It's online training, yep. and uh, we are actually realizing that the YouTube platform is is really where people look for for stuff. So we're starting to get you know more uh, you know Graco YouTube YouTube channel, making sure we have all of our content on those on those pages. So in this day and age, we have to adapt to where things are being found. So yeah. we want to be right right there with everybody else. And, you know, you guys are really doing a great job. We use a lot of your online publications for some of the stuff we do. And, you know, like when we're trying to set up a customer to explain something to them, you guys have got great diagrams and yeah. videos that, that are really helpful. Exactly. Yep. And, you know, the thing about videos is, you know, when we do an operation video, an official one, I mean, we, we literally use that to write the manual. We write the manual, write the steps in the manual, and then we make sure the video represents what's actually happening so it's, it's it's official and you know it's normally a very good quality well eric th i think that about does it for this episode of the carbline tech service podcast i think we're going to try to have eric on more often in the future too because there's a lot to talk about in this equipment side of our industry so thank you very much for coming on yeah no we've got a lot of things we can talk about so anytime you guys want to have me on just let me know all right thank you for coming all right thanks and so, for the Carbaline Tech Service Podcast, I'm Paul. And I'm Jack. And we'd, we'd like, like to thank, thank you for your support. support.